One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is FM 104's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast go, with Jim Jim and Nobby. Cabin crews secure doors for departure. There it is, closed now. And we're all strapped in. Oh, yes. What's the story, everybody? Coming up on this podcast, you will hear the... Well, if you're a Westlife fan, hello. And uh, You should stay for the rest of the podcast the other times. You should. Well, um, we have the entire chat with uh, Nikki and Shane from Westlife. Yeah, we talk about booze. We do. And other things. And just when we're when we're doing an interview... Gardening. Gardening. Uh, you, you know, you, sometimes you have to take bits out because it gets too long, you know. You're always wondering, you know, does anyone want to listen to us all talking about non-stop stuff? And but was clearly a, you do, that's why you're here. They were both with Giddy. They were in a very fancy hotel in London. They'd had their lunch and they were having a coffee and uh, they were in good form. And I think we were the last interview of the day. We were. We'd actually, we were meant to be the first and then some Zoom issue happened and then we were the last. And I think last, if you're going to have a good chat and you know them, which, you know, you know them, chat, that's a good time to do it. Uh, yeah, we really know we know Nikki quite well, and we know Shane a good bit. So uh, Nikki, good, used, good Nikki, Nikki used to come into our show and do interviews for Westlife or whatever. But then he'd hang around afterwards for an hour and a half, and we were like, "Is he gonna go? Is he? We've, we've stuff to be doing." We didn't know that he was trying to get his little head into radio. Yeah, we like. Well, we had an idea. Oh, we did. He's he's mad into radio. So uh, yeah, we like to think that we gave him a few ideas, and he went on to a very successful show on radio. Yeah. He's back in the band now. Jenny Green uh, made him the man he is. She did. Big shout out to Jenny, <laughs> formerly of this parish. Yeah, long time ago. And uh, yeah, well, you never know. He might end up back doing that at some stage. But uh, at the moment, he's gearing up for a new album, a new single, and I'd say a tour. I'd imagine a tour. Oh, they'll be touring, yeah. Yeah, they will. Sure, how will they have pensions if they don't tour? Touring is where the money is now. <laughs> Ticket sales is where it's all at and, and merch Tickets and merch Tickets and merch Tickets and merch I saw a fella the other day And he has merch He has uh, I know you've got a friend Who gives away stickers Do I? For what? Don't you have a friend Who has merch Oh yeah yeah, stickers? yeah 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 yeah. This guy I don't even know what he does He's just somebody I follow And he does beer mats Right? Right And he was showing himself Heading off to the letterbox With like thousands of Beer mats in envelopes Ready to go and he's selling beer mats which can't be that expensive to, as a merch item mm. and people are really interested in having these merch this, this merch it's where, it's where it all is if you can build a fan base of whatever it is and maybe some of you listening are you know you subscribe to something or you I don't know Patreon people whatever if you can build something with people and not annoy them yeah they really will be very loyal to you um, I'm always telling you about the How Ridiculous fellas from uh, yeah from YouTube so their YouTube channel people will buy their t-shirts their gear oh, I've, so I've bought their I've bought their merch because my son's obsessed. So how ridiculous! Just basically, they drop things and they blow things up, and they they drop like ten thousand ping pong balls in inside in an arena, and they just video it, and they're great crack. Yeah. And they they, they get inside arenas when they're closed, and they they flick frisbees from the, the the roof of it, like you know Croke Park size places, and they they play golf with frisbees. It's the crack, and they have the amount of t shirts and hoodies they have. They have their own sunglasses. They have their own uh, kind of soft toys for children. <coughs> They have everything. So, and they're, they're, I've seen their merch store. They, they do it on some of their, their videos. You can see their store. Their store is like a, it looks like a warehouse now. So yeah, they probably need all the space. They're yeah. making more money from the merch than anything else. And they're getting millions of views on YouTube. It's the way to do it. We need merch, Jim. Uh, I know we've cuddle mugs, but that's company merch. <laughs> yeah. We need underpants. <laughs> we do need underpants. <laughs> uh, it kind of work. Like, there's me, Jim, Jim, and me, Navi. It would work. Where would, you, where would your Jim 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 be? Your Jim Jim was the, and then your no. What? Yeah, 
What do you mean? You'd have underpants that's labelled? Yeah. And where would your gym gym be? Working out. Anyway, uh, I don't know if I think I want to think above the uh, waistline for me merch, Abby. Yeah, you know? up there for dancing. Don't be that much money in underpants. Listen, it was well, an off-the-cuff thing. You want to have your logo out there. <laughs> Not under there. Yeah, but Superman does it. It's good enough for him. We will talk about Michelle Keegan, why she is even more impressive in Nobby's eyes now. No, she's not. You've ruined it for me. Waitly hear what she eats in the morning. If in the it's evening. true now, I like. Well, I, maybe she has a day where she eats that because she doesn't look like she just eats that, but no. she obviously uh, exercises too. Um, we'll talk about William Shatner going to space. Yeah. We'll have 90. A, Jeff Bezos brought him up for space for 10 minutes yesterday. A, a prank with Tony where he gets a woman in a in a pet sh- shop to uh, squeeze some toys down the phone. you also realise that Tony sounds like Amanda from Kin now. Uh, with Kids in the Car we get loads of Dish the Dirt and uh, of course we have our big extended chat Yeah, West it's really, really long. And listen, if you do listen to this podcast and you've got a mate or two that maybe you've shared it with or you've WhatsApped, you like, just WhatsApp the link of this and say, oh you know the lads do a podcast as well and they do the best bits of their show every day. Uh, that'd be sound of you. Thanks. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll start today's podcast with Westlife. So here they are, Nikki and Shane, uncut. Dublin's F104, it is the strawberry alarm clock and we can now zoom into a fancy pants hotel with a Caesar salad with no chicken and we can talk to Nikki and Shane from Westlife. Come on. Good morning, boys. How are you? Just hearing your voice, Jim. Yeah. Do that intro reminds me of driving my kids to school like last Tuesday. Wow. That far back it goes. It goes that far back. That far back. Wow, that's amazing. Lad. That's a beautiful story, Nikki. <laughs> Thank <you>. Thanks for <laughs> listening. A, thanks for listening. You have listened for a long time, even when you pretended you didn't. Ash, we taught him everything you knew, Jim. Yeah, right yeah. Your chewing gum is still stuck under our desk, Nikki. Sometimes I, mean, I, t- I touch it and I think of you. That little, that little I thought you would have given it away. <laughs> it's he, he left his chewing gum under our desk. <laughs> and it's still there. Wow, Nikki. Yeah, it's always allowed to do that. I it know. does that everywhere. It's it does it everywhere. It was Shane. a lot I had when I was young. <laughs> what did you say? You gave me wings, lads, and I just flew the nest. Was it? We are it? we are the wind beneath your wings. There you go. Anyway, look, forget about for long enough. Forget about that. That was your that was your in between thing, and now Westlife are back. How excited are you guys? I'm uh, very excited, actually. Yeah, it's uh, it's good to be back at work after two years of uh, not doing much. You know. Um, yeah, we've had a, a very interesting kind of nine months, lads, making an album um, individually, not together at all, actually, for the whole thing. We weren't in the studio once together, which was quite a, kind of weird. Um, but yeah, technology and uh, everything else and laptops and uh, Wi-Fi and we got to make an album. It was uh, pretty amazing. And ha- I have to say it once, Nikki, because you're all on your own, Nikki was able to turn the microphone on. Hey! So, boom! This is it. <laughs> But you know what, you, you joke about that, right? But what was actually funny in this process was not only did we have to record from home, we actually had to assemble the mic stands, the mic onto the stand, this box around our head, have two laptops going. Like there wasn't somebody running into the room going, sorry, the height of that's not right for you there, Nikki or Shane or whatever. Yeah. We were doing a bit like you guys, maybe broadcasting from home. Yeah. It was a whole new world for everybody. And uh, there was fun parts of that and there was some you know, kind of disastrous parts of that as well. Um, and like, the Wi-Fi was better in Sligo than yeah, was in Dublin. My Wi-Fi was terrible. Do you know, know what I mean? That's because Nikki's walls are so thick, Shane, of concrete, you know. When you live in a big palace, the Wi-Fi can't get through the walls. The marble, the marble stops it. So, <laughs> is there a WhatsApp? Is there a WhatsApp, a Westlife WhatsApp? What's the What's the name of the group? Like? There's, there's, too no, ma- I, there's too many WhatsApps. Well, Nikki has left the group, great. I, I actually haven't left the group, but I just don't, I, I just, I don't, I don't get involved I, I, I'm anymore. thinking of leaving. It's too emotional. I'm thinking of leaving WhatsApp in general, because it's just an absolute, oh, it's such a head wreck. Thank you. I've left every single group, except for like an emergency family one. Everything, Jim has left the group. Don't try and add me. Jim has left the group. It's liberating, isn't it? He's yeah, in. You yeah. feel like you get your life back, you know, when you yeah. don't do it for a couple of weeks. And then I'm thinking, and then you've worked once, you're kind of like, but I need to know what the schedule is. I need to know. But then you can kind of get a text message like that old yeah. thing you used to get. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to be involved in every conversation with everybody because the thing keeps binging and you're like, oh, oh my God, man. And it could be just five, five different answers that's nothing to do with you. Yeah. Still, who in the band, who in the band is tech support, by the way, if there's any of the four of you? Molly, our management here behind us. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mark though in the band though. Oh, Mark would be the most tech person probably. Um, yeah. Right. Well, like he'd be good as well. 
we're brutal. Well, yeah, wouldn't be great. But what WhatsApp is, particularly when you're in a band, is difficult because you can't disagree or, well, you can, but then it just becomes a chain of his opinion versus your opinion versus his versus his. And it's like, this is going nowhere. It's different in a room where you can you discuss, know, discuss it out yeah. or give someone a hug if they're being a little bit too emotional. Um, but on WhatsApp, it's like, oh, you know what, boys? <laughs> it's, it's, it's like emails are bad enough, but it's actually worse than emails. It is worse than emails. Because then somebody goes, oh, they've read it, but oh no, they don't have an opinion on it. And then it's like, right, we're not going to get that uh, on this. And it just becomes messy, lads. So I think WhatsApp, yeah. We're all do you know what I think of as well? I don't know if any of your kids are in, um, uh, like, you know, you're in the groups, the parents, football groups or Gaelic groups. So, but I also think that those groups should only be, you shouldn't be able to type into them. They should only be, be able to receive information. The, correct. Information. Yes. And nobody should have any really say, just the training time, blah, 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 which is brilliant. That's all you need. And when you are, because I've often seen in Malahide Park, I don't live too far away and I'd be driving by sometimes I might see you watching a match or something. Are you Nicky from Westlife then or are you just one of the dads watching the boys kick a ball? I'm just in, particularly at Malahide, obviously where I live, just one of the dads. It's different. Last week when the boys was playing down in Cork against Cork City and then there was a couple of people asking for, for, for selfies or whatever. So if I travel somewhere far or whatever, then people will come out to you. But usually around Malahide particularly is, is fine, you know? Yeah. Now, we will talk about the music and all in a second, okay? But I have a question because I know both of you boys are fans of black and white milkshakes, as we call them on the show. Yeah. Everyone went through their own little phase during lockdown of building home bars. And Nikki, you kind of had something already, did you? Did you Did you go through, Shane? Did you go through any little man cave bits? Black and white milkshakes. Guinness. Guinness, like, oh, I never heard that. <laughs> I never heard that before. It's because it's breakfast. We can't talk. We about can't it, say. We can't see. Yeah, I mentioned alcohol. Nicky know this because he's a radio guy. My milkshakes throughout lockdown. Did you, did you do a little bar in the gaff? Did I do a bar in the gaff? No, not really. No. Okay. No. no. I no. I had a bar already set up there uh, in the house. So the fridge was definitely busier. Yeah. There was more <laughs> bottles, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying different beers, maybe. Not so much Guinness, actually. Uh, okay. Because I was kind of a bit. I'm a bit, when it comes to Guinness, I'm a bit of a Guinness connoisseur, so it has to be in the right glass. It has to be tasting a certain way. If it's not nice, I'd send it back. I'd be quite picky when it comes to Guinness. But bottles of other liqueurs that we can't mention. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, lots of other ones I tried, definitely. I, yeah. During lockdown, more than the bar, to be honest with you, I actually started um, gardening. Now, I don't know if that's a sign of age or a sign of boredom. or Now, this is back in the time when we were double masking and going to the shop once a week and no one was allowed to leave their house type. You, well, know, you, were, getting out, yeah. you were getting outdoors. Well, yeah, and we were going for a walk. Then so, I mean, in the evening times, I was sticking the radio on my phone in the grass and I was digging and I was planting and I really got into it. And then I remember going down to Londis in Malahide going, looking at the plants going, yeah, that's a bit, no, I'm not going to go with that one. That, that's a bit too withered. I'm going to go with this one. That looks a bit strong. So I colors. really, like it was really getting the change in me Garden, differently. Garden is quite therapeutic. I love gardens. I'm a bit of a no, freak. I'm over it now. I'm a bit of a freak in gardens. I don't want to. I, I like to look at amazing gardens. I don't want to necessarily go in and do the actual work of it. Mm. But I love looking at box hedging. For me, is something that really gets me like gets me buzzing. Like. <laughs> I love perfect box box hedging. Like really yeah. do. Like honestly, yeah. Swear to God, your, like, your answers would have been different twenty years ago, lads. Do you know what? It's just it really does. It really excites me when I see really nice gardens and lovely flowers and all that stuff. It does. It really box does. hedging. Yeah. Would you turn the box hedging. <laughs> yeah, I, don't like necessarily, I don't have much box hedging myself so maybe that's why it is but when i do see it if you're in a nice like a hotel or somewhere like that or in london right. incredible box hedging i'd be like oh look at that you know right. flowers and stuff i don't know maybe it is would you take a picture of the box hedging <laughs> yeah, if you if you saw some really good box hedging maybe on tour would you take a picture of it and maybe share it no no <laughs> I would, yeah. I, I actually, I actually would. I would take pictures of most box hedges. Especially You're going to get, you know, the high ones that are up high. I'm just singing, whoa, box hedge and bambalam in my head now. I don't know why. It's, uh, it makes you happy. It makes me smile when I see it. But if I see it that's not cut or it's out of place or letting go, it was in a place back a couple of months ago. <laughs> and it really, really, really annoyed me. Like, yeah. It would, there's going to be posters at the gigs. OCD lads gardens, OCD gardens. <laughs> Did you discuss this with, with Zoe Ball? Did you, Shane? Which, no, we didn't at all, no. actually. Okay. No. Well, this I is an exclusive. Like, I feel like we know each other so much. We better. do. I feel like no, I can that's be an exclusive. Here, you know, really honest. Um, <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say we might get the papers out of that one. Now. <laughs> 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 I 
Westlife, Box Hedgers. <laughs> so, music wow. time. Come on, album. How long did it take from start to finish, by the way? Uh, nine. I think it was like, you keep saying nine months. months. I think it was longer. So, so what happened when lockdown first hit and we had a tour planned and that got obviously been, we sat around for a few weeks, maybe even months. And it was at that time when people were starting to, you know, Chris Martin was doing some online performances. Gary Barlow had started his thing and, we kind of looked at the idea of we do something like that, like as in all in our different homes. It's harder when you're a boy band and you're not playing instruments and you're not together. So obviously Ed Sheeran or Gary Barlow can just whip out the guitar or piano and, and do something online. But the fact that we were hundreds of miles away proved more difficult. And we were like, well, is that the right thing to be doing? And then the idea of an album came up, which hadn't been in the in the plan to be doing that quickly. Um, and then what, what was brilliant was, as I said, we were all away from each other. But we all kind of looked into contacts and everybody was in the same predicament. Producers weren't in the studios, they were in the houses, songwriters, other bands. So we just got the ball rolling and, and Mark and Shane started writing on Zoom together but apart. Uh, and they we, we started looking at producers like Rami, for example, who wrote When You're Looking Like That, Swedish guy lives in LA. Uh, he's all over all the big records that you'd see nowadays um, and would have been all over Backstreet, NSYNC, Britney, ourselves over the years. So the lads were writing on Zoom with him. I phoned up the lads from Picture This. I'd done like, like six or seven tracks of Picture This. They did not make the album, but one particular song called Alive that I'm really proud of. Um, and I think when you look back on the album now, Alone Together is a song that Mark and Shane wrote with Rami, which it really encapsulates lockdown. And, the, and you know, Alone Together, Alive is about the world coming alive again. Um, and then Shane wrote a song. He was on the, he was on the Late Late Show on his own. Um, and he was talking about his mom and dad passing away and Steve Garrigan from, from Coldline, who had been in touch with as well on the album, had uh, got in touch as well, chat away and, and, you know, the lads got together and they wrote a song called Always With Me, which is effectively about Shane's mom and dad and different, yeah. you know, we've we all lost parents. So amazingly, the creativeness on this album, we've never had it to this extreme. Like we've all dipped in and dipped out, but when you're competing with Ed Sheeran and Steve Mack and stuff, you know, we're, 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 we're very much novices. But well, we never really tried too much either. You know, no, but lockdown of, uh, gave us the time and, and, and to, to do it. It did, yeah. Lockdown did that. And it kind of, it made us realize, look, we're here. We've loads of time. Nobody even knows we're making an album. We're not on a deadline here. Let's just start writing. Let's just start getting involved. Let's start contacting all the people who we love and all the different people we have worked with in years. As Nikki said, Rami, like when you're looking like that, we hadn't worked with him in, in 15 years, but like he's one of the best producers in the world, like for the last, every song, like so many songs you'd hear nowadays, Lady Gaga or whoever it may be. Ariana Grande, he does so much of their stuff. And we thought, what if we got him involved in the album? Um, and we did. And there's two uh, really good songs in the album. Uh, possibly won them as a single. The title track, Wild Dreams, is another song. They're just all a bit modern. They're all a bit different. They're all a bit, it's very upbeat. It's very positive. A lot of the, the titles of the songs are, like Nikki said, Alive or Alone Together or Wild Dream. Like stuff that was happening at the time. Stuff that we were feeling and we were just thinking about at the time. And we had never done it before really on an album. We dipped dipped into it every now and then, but we never got stuck into it. And this album is three quarters, you know, written by the band, which is amazing, which is really, really cool. Lads, I don't know if you saw the Spice Girls documentary that was on TV recently. And a very similar thing happened with Jesse leaving Little Mix. And there was a huge focus on, you know, Jerry's back in the day, Jerry, Jerry's weight and her age. And they were, they were, you know, being sort of examined by the press. Do you think it's harder for girl bands than for for lads? You mean in the, in, in the music industry? In the music industry, or you know, being in a band like that, you know, having such a a young fan base. And I've always said, I've always thought yeah. it's harder for girls from a point of view of when you're in a boy band and you're going into breakfast radio. If we if we're coming into the Strawberry Alarm Clock, we can rock up with baseball caps yeah. and you know, a pair of jeans and go in and do the interview and blah blah blah. But when you're at the height of it, there might be fans outside. There could be 500 people outside waiting for you or more sometimes. But with the girls, I guess the Spice Girls, they, they were characters. They were, you know, it was sport mm. and it was posh. And it was, so the, the, nowadays maybe it's different, but yeah. people, they didn't look like the Spice Girls rocking in at seven o'clock in the morning if they're wearing baseball caps. Yeah. You know, yeah. they, were, they, were, they were this different thing. So I've always thought for girls, it's, it's a, bit, a bit more difficult. And I, I had this conversation recently with Nadine from, from Nadine Coyle from uh, Girls Aloud. And she said the same thing. She said, absolutely. She said, if we were on breakfast radio at seven, you know, we'd be up at four or five in, in you know, the makeup Damn. chair. Whereas if we were on breakfast radio at seven, we'd be up at half two. We'd be poor. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, we rocking out at six fifty, like you know. So, but, um, it is no, it is. I think it is, lads, for girls in general, just for girl bands and and people in the music industry, um, probably actresses as well. There, there's it's, it's there's so much seen on their appearance and so much. And for us, like you know, lads, are too get scrutinised if one of us isn't looking great. We would, but it wouldn't go to the extreme of if a girl was scrutinized for how she looked yeah. on a certain tv show or oh my gosh she's not as pretty as i thought and that girl link could be that could affect that girl so much yeah mentally you know what i mean and, and it's a scary it's a scary world that we're in now with social media and there's so much there's so much kind of bullying online and so much stuff online it's, it's crazy you know so i personally try to not look at it. i don't really look at twitter too much you don't you know i, I don't really get involved in it i, I try not focus on it but I'd say for girls, it's, it's quite hard, you know, it's quite hard. Whereas you boys know that we're not as pretty in real life, so it doesn't really, doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, but nobody gives you grief on Twitter for not being as pretty in real life. True. But the, no, the, girls, the girls, the girls I, should I get the grief. I, I, it's, yeah, I think it's, it's very unfair, um, mm. in, in not just in music industry, I think in general. Um, in general, like... It's been a big I don't know if you're aware, but Ashley B at the moment is getting grief over her, her British accent in the new Home Alone movie when her role is to play a British woman in the... And the grief's coming from Ireland. Sometimes you kind of go, like we turn on our own yes. very quickly in this country. It's weird. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, um, look, it's sad to see it, but people have too much time, I suppose, looking at that, that they want to criticise a girl after getting a huge part in a movie and should be proud of her. She's from Irish, uh, from, from Ireland, do you know what I mean? But mm. unfortunately that does happen sometimes, but you can't keep everybody happy, lads, as they say, and you kind of just got to focus on, on the positives. Um, as much as you can. But you know what I do on Twitter now, lads? I was just flicking through my Twitter just to see if I could read, if any of them are safe enough to read out. If I ever come across things about me, I just like them. Oh, I never look at them. Right? I never look and, at them. And I guess my way, what I'm actually doing is letting that person know I've seen going Because sometimes people, sometimes people will tag me in things that where I wasn't originally tagged in. It's yeah. not like they've actually sent it to me. And then I go, okay. And then I just like that. And most of the time, a lot of people will either back down or else go, oh, Nicky Bourne's just seen this or like the tweet. But some of the stuff is horrendous. Like, why? Yeah. what people get out of actually going online and insulting somebody else? Mm-hmm. Um, like, even with the new TV show that I've got coming up on RT, and it was only announced, was it yesterday or the day before? It's just like, there was one comment like, has Nicky Bourne must have some sort of blackmail on somebody in RT the way he keeps getting gigs? Surely there's somebody else with a smidgen of talent out there. I'm thinking, like... People are real. Like, you know, if you see these comments, mm. like, you do get it. I don't know how you boys feel, but you do. It's not that you, you have to be able to not let it affect you and maybe don't but read you can. them. I think you can. But, but we, we, do, we do this big thing on, on, on right so on mental health in the world. Yeah. But just because I guess you're a well-known person or I don't know what the word is, doesn't mean your mental health isn't affected if you're told you're shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you're told you're no talent or you're told you're X, Y, Z. You know, so I don't know why. I mean, everyone has an opinion. And my dad always said this years ago before he passed away. He said, years ago, people would watch a TV show and if they didn't like the person, they'd go, ah, oh, I'm going to make a cup of tea. I can't stand him. But now people pick up their phones and say, I'm going to make a I cup can't of tea. stand I him. Can't he's this, he's that. And then the next person jumps on and says, oh, you know what? I'm going to be more funny or more evil. And then it just, it's like this tox, toxic. Yeah, sorry, pylon. Yeah. It's mad. It's, it's actually yeah. mad. Yeah. It's like, I, I think... I, when I was on radio, I interviewed a, a comedian one time from the UK. I can't remember his name. And he said to me, social media is our tobacco. And we don't know the damage it's doing on, for another 20 years. You know, and, mm-hmm. and I thought that's the best way of putting it. Because we're, we're going to see a mental health, and we are already, um, kind of pandemic of people going through. Because young kids are growing up reading this and thinking this is the way forward. And that's what I said, you know. But lads, do you think that now you're a little bit more mature Westlifers, that you're smelling the, the coffee and enjoying it more than you did on the roller coaster in the first days? I think we are, yeah. I think we're, we we appreciate it a lot more um, nowadays. Um, just everything we do. Going on tour, I think, is a lot more fun now because we have kids. Um, you know, we, when we play big shows like Pro Park or wherever, um, our kids get to experience that, which is really cool. Back then, it was just like, obviously, look, anytime you play Pro Park, it's great, but you're playing a big gig you're just like it's a gig it's great and we're doing it this is what we do but when you do it when nowadays I, I just find we we find the whole thing more exhilarating or more special or you look forward to we're doing strictly come dancing this weekend like we're buzzing to do that you mm. know before it might be just a tv show that's in the schedule that we have to do whereas now it's like isn't it great we're doing it isn't it great we're doing this isn't it great that we're able to still be doing it what 22 years on you know that's Nicky That's used to really. Nicky used to give us a wink when he uh, when he was on that. Remember yeah. that? Did he? When they no, went to, when they went to, and Nicky and he go and he he did that for us. Yeah. 
It did. There was a time where I was going on the late late and I didn't with the lads and they said, give us a sign. I said, I'll tell you what, when I answer my first sign to speak, I'll scratch my ear as I, like, you know, just, and I delivered for the boys. So why don't you wink at them on Strictly so at the weekend? Okay. Well, I'll give you one of these. I'll give you give an us, eyebrow. Yeah, give us an eyebrow. You have nothing else to think the about. The eyebrow, it's usually the right, so the left one, when that goes up. Yeah, I can't do it with the right one. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, the, to, to go back about it is more difficult. I tell you, and I mean this, some of the songs, some of the key changes, which were easier to do, Back in the day, are tougher now. But the key changes, the new single Starlight, the key change is one of the highest yeah. of all key changes. And it's an up-tempo song, so you really got to take a deep breath for the last one. It's quite high, and it's, um, yeah, you feel a bit lightheaded after it. I think it's... we're going to be digging as deep as Tyson Fury did last week to win that fight. Now, <laughs> This is a high key change. So are you saying for Shane and Mark, you raised me up, would be a struggle now? Uh, you raised me up? No, the Starlight's way higher than it. Okay, way okay. Higher. That's a couple of steps up from it, but it's... Wow. Um, it's 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 a song. This song it's it's quite a happy, quite upbeat, very kind of in the same world as Hello My Love, but it's actually more positive, more happy. Um, but it's got a key change, and we haven't had a key change in a long time, so we're we're glad to be bringing it back, lads. Uh, back on the stools. Back in the stools, the high stools. No, we'll have no stools on no Strictly, stools. not on this one. Oh, no. okay. I mean, we got a bit of a bad rep with the stools. I mean, the stools only ever were there for my love. Uh, back in the day, and that was 2000. And now they're there just for our lower backs. <laughs> Literally. Hey guys, I think we're going we to have to wrap this. Honestly, <laughs> it's lovely to sit down now sometimes during the show. Well, okay, it's been great, great to talk to you again, lads. Uh, best luck with the album. Um, we presume um, this is only meant to be 10 minutes, so thanks thanks for hanging around. Thank you very much. We'll tell the next person to. And we presume, <laughs> you're, we presume you were only going to play Starlight once, but now you're. Ah, <laughs> Don't be adding the song, lads. Don't be there with that to us. And you definitely should have the audio, I've been told. So um, okay. let us know if there's any issues. Oh, lads, like, text me like later. It. Text me later after you've opened up your inbox and actually listened, yeah? Okay. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Thank you, boys. So uh, the premiere, there's a preview of Ron's Gone Wrong last weekend. Uh, loads of kids, we gave them tickets to it. They loved it. Yes, uh, they did. They even messaged us in to say this. Say so. Jack Dylan Grazer from Ron's Gone Wrong, uh, which is in cinemas this Friday. Uh, you recognise Jack's voice from Luca, where he played Luca's best friend, Alberto. Alberto! Uh, Luca's a great film. But bring That's, the yeah. tissues for this one. This is going to be a mosh. Okay. So what's Ron been saying? So uh, we asked Ron, the movie's pretty sad in parts, but Jack tells us about the journey he went through reading it. I recorded this movie the first the first way through it. I re-recorded and remastered and had to, oh my God, like so many times, 300 times. But um, it's always been fun every single time. Um, the first time we I, I went through this movie, I we, we like did it in, in, in chronological order, in, in sequential, and so... By the time we got to the end, I was like, he's, he's leaving? I was like, I was so sad. I was, I was like, because, you know, you built a connection with, like, this imaginary thing. that I was just imagining it. There was no um, prototype or anything of, of a B-Bot yet. B-Bot. Well, I'll bring you more from Jack during the morning. Um, Michelle Keegan, Nobby, you're a fan of Michelle Keegan's work. Certainly am. She all right? She's grand. But if she couldn't get any cooler for you, right? Yeah. What does she have for breakfast? She's revealed what she has for breakfast and for tea. Uh... What do you think she has? Overnight oats? No. <laughs> she has custard creams for bread bracket and oh. chip butters for my tea. Oh, oh she doesn't. How could she look that good? And the, Come on. She's from Stockport. She says, I'm a massive, massive foodie. Food for me is life. 
From the moment I wake up to the time I go to bed, I'm thinking about my food. The first thought for me is when I wake up, a cup of tea, biscuits. For us northerners, it's tea and biscuits in the morning. Tea and biscuits for breakfast. You might like to have a rich tea or a custard cream. I love this. It's fantastic. It, it wakes up my taste buds. Then I go for a savoury option. I always start with a sweet and then I go for a savoury. It really ruined her for me. One doesn't sound like her. And she two, says, says, I think you'll find that's extraordinarily accurate. I was chatting to one of the lads about her last week because I, I, I liked the same photograph that he did on Instagram of her. And I said, oh yeah, yeah, great minds. And uh, he said, what's the story with the husband? And I said, yeah. He said, they haven't been seen together in an age. He was married, She's married to Mark Wright. Like, he was Mr. Everywhere. Oh, right. So on her Instagram, she doesn't put him up. He just doesn't seem to be anywhere. Uh, he likes, he doesn't, he takes enough he pictures of himself. He doesn't like, yeah. The, yeah, but they were, they were photographed a lot. No, no, there's people haven't been able to go out, but where is he? Check this out, man. What? She says, I feel quite bad for snacking. Stop right? doing that voice. A lot of the time, there's something quite salty, a crisps or a piece of ham with toast on top. When it comes to chip butties, she, she likes a chip butty. She says, I really like a good chi- chippy chip. Obviously, with lots and lots of salt and vinegar. You could bounce a coin off her bottom. And there is no I, way she is oh, eating I love when stuff. I love when a fella I don't know bounces a coin off my bottom. Where's my husband? Where's my husband? Anyway, she goes for a portion of the curry sauce, portion of gravy, some mayonnaise, and then she has some water what, and mixed? thick sliced bread with lure pack. This... With what? Lure pack? Lure pack is some kind of butter, isn't it? Yes, yeah, I don't think it's normal butter, though. Is she all That's right? She does. She must work out all day long then to, to counteract that. Can't train a bad diet, Jim. <laughs> Sorry, she's Michelle. Doing, she's doing a good job of this. Custard creams for brekkie and chip butter for my tea. Stop doing that, fun. Hello, Nobby. You're ruining let's get down, let's get Jesus. down first. Love you, Nobby. Dublin's Evan 4. It's the Strawberry Alarm Clock, Thursday morning, the 14th of October. What is the quack? Just let me adore you. How are you? How are you today, Nobby? We haven't checked the numbers yet, have we? Are I there? have an email, Nobby. It says... What's that mean? Because I get an email. I do my thing online. A no reply at lottery.ie and they email me when I've won something. What do you mean no reply? Oh, sorry. So, 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 so you've that's the email account it's from. Check your account to see what you've won. Hi, James. The good news is you've won something. We hope this win is big. Oh, we hope this win, big or small, puts a smile on your face today. Well... Who knows what it is? Here, Lotto, can I say one thing to you as well? If you're searching for your app on an iPhone, you do the search function, right? If you type in Lot, it comes up, right? But yeah. if, you, if you get to Lotto, it disappears. It makes no sense. That's you because might... it's Lottery. Well, put the thing in that does both then. But Lotto, Lotto is a different one. We're the National Lottery. I'm We're going not... in, all right? Yeah. He's going in. Nobby's going to scan. If you just joined us, Nobby's scanning. It's not his... beep anymore. It does, should beep, yeah. Beep. Not right. a winning. Not a winning ticket. Okay, I've got somebody else's ticket on me, so I'm going to scan their ticket on their behalf. You ready now? So whose no, ticket's that? Nobody won it, by the way. Again. Yeah, nobody won it, and nobody got five numbers plus one. Well, that's good. Keep our money but safe. Twenty-eight thousand. So a lot of people got thirty-five grand for five. Twenty-eight numbers. Twenty-eight people got thirty-five grand. Twenty-eight people. That's good. Like I, uh, thirty-five grand. You know, I wouldn't say no. Yeah, not a winning ticket. Uh, Let us know if you've won 35 So hang grand. on, if it's not a winning ticket, what would they email you for then? That's somebody else's ticket I've got in my coat. Oh, right. I do my lottery online. Or oh, so you've won. I've won. But you don't know how much. I don't know how could much. could be six quid. I have to log in. It could be 35 grand. It could be 35 grand. Stand, stay tuned to find out if Jim's won But you could just scan it grand. though, no? I can't. My lottery online, my ticket's online. I don't have the can ticket. You take a picture of the picture, no? They, 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 they give you. You can take a picture of it if you want. Yeah, they, they show you the picture. You can go into your tickets and see. So all you the could numbers. technically check it on air, is what I'm saying to you. I, I'd have to log in, but I'm in the middle of a what's what's going on in the world chat. Yeah. Okay. So stay tuned. It's a lot of money, though, you know. Yeah. Well, that's not 19 million. Right. We right. go again. 35 go grand again. would do it, like you know. Yeah. I'd be very happy with 35 grand. Of course. So. um <clears throat> this is the stuff about Adele I was going to tell you about but like, we should talk about the numbers so like the, yeah so basically the numbers of the COVID-19 uh, have gone higher than they'd like them to be and the hospitalizations are higher than they'd like them to be and the ICUs are, are over 70 now so they're, they're saying now that they're not saying it's off, it's off but they're saying that on ch- Tuesday they will decide whether the 22nd of October's restrictions are lessened or not. Which is very frustrating for... There's a question mark now. A lot of people. You know, we were told, can everyone get this? We were told when we get to 80. We were told when we get to 90. 
And now we're told that two out of three people in ICU aren't vaccinated and they're holding up everyone else. That's, that's essentially what they're saying to us. And yes. I, I don't know if they're trying to get people to turn on people. Well, that wouldn't be what. good. Because at the moment, it's sort of like, all right, if you're not vaccinated, that's your own decision. You know, uh, uh, you know, whatever it is. That's that's kind of the way it is. But uh, if it starts impacting everyone else's life, then people start getting at each other. Yes. So, you know, if, if you've got people having rows. But then equally, if people, other people in the government, yes, only yesterday saying, no, no, we're on track for outdoor events and pubs and blah, blah. So again, yet again, we're getting so one no, message from a news source, one politician saying this. So this is sort of the update sort of about 35 minutes ago. No or, no guarantee reopening will go as planned, says Taoiseach. You can't guarantee that the 22nd of October phase of reopening will proceed as planned. Um, he said the presentation from Deputy Chief Medical Officer Dr. Ronan Glynn was serious. He said the trajectory of the disease had taken a wrong turn and the sudden increase in case numbers... So they have to reflect on the uh, situation. Now, you know, maybe they, maybe they, the, the general gist is hopefully we'll do the 22nd, but they want everyone to calm down and act like it's... Don't act like it's gone, because it's still possible to mm. pick it up. You know, some people are... I know I know people who are acting like it's, it's, it's... If that is the case, it's a weird way to motivate grown adults. Yes. He said 300,000 adults have not taken the vaccine. Well, well, this is a personal choice. Those choices have effect on other people. Mm. The proposed phase of reopening on the 22nd of October is due to see a major, uh, the majority of the restrictions lifted. So I think after the 22nd, you'll have to wear a mask in a, sh- in a retail shop. You'll have to wear a mask on public transport. But most other things will be dropped, won't they? Healthcare, you have to wear one. Um yeah, that's what that's what they're saying. Social distancing was meant to be dropped. Uh, nightclubs, they did say we need to specifically look at nightclubs. And then, like, even last night I was reading things like, oh, some clubs will be allowed open until 6 o'clock, like Europe, mainland Europe. I was like, oh, this is great. And then... Yeah, I think it's great as long as you don't have any symptoms. Measures that are to remain in place include isolating when you feel symptoms of COVID-19, which is, you know, which you should do anyway. Like, before any of this ever happened, people who come to work with the flu, I always thought they were very selfish. You know, coughing mm. and spluttering all over you. And then everyone in the office. The other side has of it is, though, some people feel very pressured into going to work. Absolutely, they do. Yeah, and like some people will lose money if they if they go to work, uh, and if they don't go to work, they won't they won't get paid. So that's the other side of it. Yeah, uh, mask wearing in healthcare settings, yeah, indoor retail and public transport, but everything else we dropped. Yeah. So we wouldn't be wearing masks around in here anymore. I've already said it off air this week. For the next few years, or maybe forever, as long as I'm on a plane, I'm going to use some of these leftover masks because every time I get off a plane, I get a cold or a sore throat well before any of this messing. Yeah. So uh, oh, I'd say there'll be lots of people. I know lots of people who wear masks a lot more, even when they're not, not required to. Yeah. And in a lot of countries from Asia, that's, that's just normal. That's, that's what they do. Yeah, because they've been through similar things. So that's why that part of their culture is, is normal. But, and even if they have a sore throat, they'll wear a mask. Yeah, I remember even just a few years ago, I used to see guys on the Rock Road wearing masks, and I was like, why are they wearing masks? I thought it was just for pollution. Is that for the incinerator, no? No, it's just... It's just because it's, it's, they don't want to catch the flu. Anyway, we want it open, so stop with this threats. I can't deal. It's not even threats, it's more sort of... Well, it is. Do you know what... Like, well, if you don't do this... Not everyone's being a good boy, so if you haven't been a good boy, maybe, yeah. you should, maybe you should... Why don't you have a... <laughs> last thing you want is tetchy people who are vaccinated having rows with unvaccinated people. Because those unvaccinated people, from the people I know, they're ready for a row. And that's just going to end up messy. And then it hasn't been a choice anymore either, so they lied about that how long as well. Too. Imagine, think of the, the, most, the most stressed person you know who's vaccinated and like the, the biggest anti-vaxxer you know. Imagine them going at it. Like, and, and that's, the, that's not going to end well. The vaccinated person might be really stressed because they're down money because their job isn't fully functioning yes, again. Or whatever it is. This is your fault! I don't yeah, think that's a good like, oh, outcome geez. as well, though. We've yeah. all read Lord of the Flies. <laughs> right? Let's not end up there. Well, look, the, the other alternative is, are they, are they saying these things just so that we're, we become more aware that it's not gone? They're not our parents, Jim. Well, they're, they're we're not, we're not know, all five. I know we're not all five, but some people. Uh, they're parents to five-year-old tactics. Might, some people might need a little bit of a steer to where, like, it's not, it's not gone, you know. If I had to come over there, I'm going to give you such a kick up the hole. I mean, that's that. Yeah, that's another way. To they can't it. say that. <laughs> it's seven eighty-nine four.
Nihal says we're not getting jelly and ice cream tonight uh, if we're not very good. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't care. I'm going to the ice cream shop anyway, okay? See us. We'll see about that. We'll see. Yeah, about we will. Yeah. We certainly will. Yeah, we will. We're doing our best. Hey, Shake it like a Polaroid picture, baby. What's the story? Traffic is bumper to bumper. Uh, from before the ball, Nace heading into Dublin. Okay, oh, yeah. what's the crack with that? I'll have a look for you. Hang on there. What is that? Is there actually like that junction, that ball? What's that ball about? Has it got a name? It's a big piece of art. The ball of civilization, my nephew used to call it. Looks like you'd bounce it all the way to Clare. If you could, you know. It has its own Twitter account. You should Came follow it. Does it? Yeah, the Nace Ball, yeah. Has it? Has its own Twitter account, yeah. They'll often tell you what's going on, what the traffic's like around the Nace Ball. Well done, Nace Ball. That's very yeah, good. Yeah, fair play to you, Nace Ball. Um, is there a reason why? So if you are a fan of Strictly uh, and you thought Robert Webb, who was a favourite to win from Mitchell and Webb, you know, the comedian, he is. He's announced last night he had to pull out because of ill health. He had an open heart surgery two years ago. Right. And his doctor sat him down and said, look, you're putting too much of a strain. All these eight-hour uh, training days, you can't do it. Uh, so he had open heart surgery two years ago. He quit on the advice of a doctor uh, following an urgent consultation after suffering symptoms. So he said, I'm extremely sorry to have to announce that I'm withdrawing from Strictly Come Dancing due to ill health. So he was a, a favourite. Apparently he was very good. I, didn't, I haven't watched it, but apparently he was excellent. I saw people saying that. So that's the reason he's gone. I did see him announcing he was gone all right last night. I did not know why. Uh, according to my daughter, the nice ball is a time capsule. Is it? Oh. Oh. Every day's a school day. Um, it does look like a, a spaceship, doesn't it? Speaking it of spaceships, does. William Shatner went to space. He's 90 and he went to space. He's back and he landed and he's okay. Thank God. <laughs> I think he wanted to do it like it was... I know, but did you see his last tweet? Because he thought, like, he was obviously told this could be your last... Yeah. You're 90 and you're, we're going to blast you into space. This might not go well. I'd imagine, though, when you're 90 and you're going into space, you're like, do you know what? If it doesn't go well, feck it. I've What's had the, 90 years. This is what this tweet says. This is William Shatner's last tweet before he went to space, right? So, I'll tell you now, one sec now. So, there were 10 minutes up there, right? And yeah. Jeff Bezos was on the little uh, spaceship again. So, he's. I think he's done it now, is it three times? Yeah. So, I got the vibe that he paid for Shatner. He was like, come on, come on up, you know. Well, he put a picture of the Star Trek emblem with a feather on it, right? Now, right. this, this he obviously wrote this thinking, I might not make it back from this. Yeah. Space travel is dangerous. What would your last tweet say, everyone? Or your last Insta post? Will, will I do it as, in my own voice or William Shatner's voice? Do you want some music? What was he in again? Star Trek. Star Trek. What was he in again? Like, this guy's a legend. I know, yeah, yeah. Also, forget about Star Trek for a second. One of my favourite shows ever, it was like the, about 15 years ago, Boston Legal, he played Denny Crane. Denny Crane. He's brilliant in it. Really funny. Okay, it's all starting until I get to the Love music. William Shatner, man. Okay. William Shatner. All right. He's packed, thank God. There we go. <laughs> He's back. So this is this is his last tweet, thinking that it might be his last tweet of all time. It Think wasn't, about that. just to clarify I again. Know, it he's wasn't, grand. he's back, he's safe. He's alright, he was crying was, though, he was 15 fine. 15 hours ago, this is what he wrote, thinking this could be the end, right? Like, that's a, that's a heavy thing to do. Yeah. I do not know what I may appear to the world, but to myself, I seem to have been the only, like a boy playing on the seashore, diverting myself in now and then finding a smoother pebble or a prettier shell that's ordinary, whilst the great ocean of truth lay all undiscovered before me. Emoji of a rocket. Mic drop. That so was how, when he comes back down, he, Jeff Bezos hugs him and he says, thank you so much. It was an incredible journey. I feel so emotional. You started to get a bit upset. And, but then he said, uh, like, I, I couldn't understand. Is, is, was this... Was this death? Was this was this what it feels like to leave the earth? He was. It was like when someone's is like, "Yeah, right, man. Yeah, yeah, grand. Yeah, just on a bit of a buzz." I think you wouldn't put your ninety-year-old granddad on a roller coaster. He doesn't, doesn't look, look ninety though. Blast him into space. No, he's he looks. Like, he looks like he's a late sixty-year-old outfla from Dublin. Big grumpy head in him, but yeah. has, has has done has always been strong. Maybe it was a bricklayer, so he's, he's held on to his muscle mass. He does not look ninety. No. Who would, you, who would you blast into space that's Irish? In a good way or a bad way? In a good way. Come on, not blast them into space and leave them there. No, I mean, blast them into... Who would you, like, who would you send up of that vintage? Michael D? 
One small step for a man. You could do Michael, do you? All my steps are small. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. President, we can't fit a letter on this aircraft. Um, yeah, Michael, D's a good start, yeah. Right, Brian Kerr. Yeah, at the moment. Oh, yeah, they, they blew me up into the space there. They was there and the world's not flat. I hate to hate to ruin it for all the conspiracy lads, but it's not flat. We've seen it roundy. <laughs> Bono. Oh, yeah. Bono. Bono, we sent him to Mars. Lads, if you're not enough the shops, and imagine my thing could be your last. Yeah, that's true. Hi, Jim Jim, for this morning's Instagram. Can you ask for <laughs> the shops? Send Bono to space. Well, I was at a U2 gig and they spoke to a space station live. That was pretty cool. They had them on, on the screens. They go, hello, Dublin. Did they? It's class, yeah. Very good. Or wherever it was. Barcelona. So Shatner's grand. He's Shatner's 90. grand. He's 90. He's, he's very happy. I'm sure he slept well last night. I don't know if you'd be buzzing after that, wouldn't you? Oh, you would, yeah. You'd be asking, can we go again? Well, it cost me like two gazillion dollars for the last 10 minutes. Not really, no. And did uh, did Bezos have to pay extra charge getting him back in? What do you mean? Well, you know, if you buy a book from Amazon now, you get charged. I'm <laughs> <laughs> supposed to send you. Here, can we have an extra 12 euro, even though, like... Is that only if you get stung by Brexit, no? No, I, I ordered something from Australia, and I got a 12 euro. Like, taxes? 7 euro, and, like, I'm supposed to want a 3 quid just for sending me an email. I don't know about the charges, but if you've bought anything on Amazon over the last few years, you've paid for that space trip. Congratulations. Well, I'm glad I sent William Shatner to space. Yeah. Let's <laughs> say Shatning himself. <laughs> Go to Jesus. He would be a bit nervous. Come on, like. Have you ever heard. Some people are nervous taking off and going to Canaries. Have you ever heard William Shatner singing Common People by Pulp? No. I have a feeling you're going to find it first. <laughs> it's so good. It's FM 104. I'm better at a supermarket. A 90-year-old man is very happy this week. I'd love to know how Netflix decides... Uh, they, they never reveal how many people are watching things, really. Apart uh, from Squid. Yeah, they, they, they reveal the big ones, but... You know, they cancel some shows and let them go, and I love them. I, I don't know this show. It's called You. It's renewed again, anyway, for a season four by Netflix, if you're into it. Ahead uh-huh. of season three premiere on Friday. It's great news. There's another one on the way, so they're probably doing it back to back. It's based on a novel. What would you do for love? Penn Badgley and Victoria Pedretti. They're uh, starring in it. And uh, here's a little bit of what it sounds like. I just want to be good enough for you. I did everything I could for you. For you. For you. It's brave what I do for you. For you. It's not easy. It's hard for you. I worked so hard for you. For you. I could walk through fire for you. 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 Let's look at that. Chloe Bailey's debut single has been on The Tonight Show. She delivered a show-stopping performance of her debut single, Have Mercy, on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Twenty-three. You would not think that voice is belonging to twenty-three. So Adele has thanked six friends for her for various things they've done. Friend with a bottle of wine, Alan Carr. Friend with the best advice, Nicole Richie. Friend who held my hand, Emma Stone. Friend who got the, with the get up and go, Jennifer Lawrence. Friend who made me feel good, Lauren Paul. You'd have to answer me for all those things. Friend who checked in on me. Laura Dockwell, I would, Nobby, I would. <laughs> Although you don't have bottles of wine, you have black and white milkshakes. Where's the friend who held me hair back? And pins. <laughs> and what? You have pins with your black and white milkshakes. Pins? Yeah. What do you mean pins? You went viral on TikTok. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was only the ones. Only I know, ones. but still. It's grand, like. You don't, uh, yeah. Pins. Anyways. So there, that's good, isn't it? It is good. They are the friends who helped her through her divorce. There will be new music from Adele tomorrow. It's called How Ya from Over Here. No, it's not. <laughs> It'd be a good name, though. How Ya from Over Here. 
No, I'm looking forward to seeing her gaffes. Because her gaff, she's bought all the gaffes around her, so now she has about 10 gaffes, but she's. What do you have neighbours? What do you even need milk? Well, she doesn't have any neighbours now. You can't look over into Dell's house because she owns all her neighbours' houses. Yeah, I think it'd be a bit weird. It's a, it's a large property. I'm sure it is. Several of them. I really hate when you do these things because I'm going to be watching Ken now on Sunday. So, Amanda. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know this. But you, you played me a clip of Amanda, and you love Amanda, do you? She's she's, she's, very she's fine nice. Actress. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's caught up with a bad crowd. You know, I think there's, she's not. I mean, this is kids just don't hand themselves into the police. Amanda might not get that, but you should. So, who is it you talk to, Ken? Who is it is you talk to, Ken? Or is it someone so, else? She sounds a bit like Tony. I think. Who is you talk to, Ken? <laughs> who does? She does. She does talk a bit like. Leave so her alone. I'm leaving her alone. Just saying, she sounds a bit like Tony, and I love Tony. If Stephen Kenny and Amanda from Kin had a baby, it yeah. would sound like Tony. So Tony's looking for some squeaky toys. Stop. So, what? It's so he, like her. It sounds just like her, doesn't it? So he rings up <laughs> a, a pet shop in Cork, looking for some toys. Don't forget to watch Ken, Yeah. Woof woof. <laughs> Hello, is that Pinocchio's? Yes, speaking. I'm looking for a tie for my nephew. Yes. Uh, like, he's uh, he's only one. Yeah. He, he had a tie, it was a squeaky tie. Do you do them? Um, I'm just see if I have any squeaky things there at the moment. Uh, I mean, I have toys that rattle or... Um, yeah. Oh, the ones that you hold in the hand. And, uh, yeah, they squeak. Like, uh, it's like, um, yeah, those ones, and yeah. What, what kind of noise do they make? It's, I'll, I'll let you hear it. Oh, <laughs> Delia. The one he had was a bumblebee and it went... <laughs> yes, I know exactly which one. It had little sort of um, ropes on top of its head with little balls on it. Yeah, it, right? it kind of rattly in the tail of it and then when you squeeze yeah. it went... <laughs> like, like, like that and then you can squeak it. <laughs> so it goes like this. And then, like that. Oh, yeah. right. It's got a rattle and a squeak. Is, yes. that, is that the yeah. same one you did the first time? Yes, yeah. And do you have any other ones? Um, <laughs> so it doesn't matter if it's a different kind, basically. Oh, no, it doesn't matter. Just the, it's oh, the noise. He, yeah. he loves the noise, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I have them in... I have a duck, I have a zebra, a cow. And they and all, do they elephant. all make the same name? And they all make the same noise. Yeah. You have nothing that goes... <laughs> um, oh, hang on a sec. I had a puppet as well, which was oh, quite yeah. fun. But I, I just want to check because I haven't been in the shop for a couple... Of, oh, here we go. Okay. Like that? What What did he say? He goes like this. <laughs> yeah? He's actually like a ball. Uh, so it's like he's roundy with a big mouth. You put your hand inside yeah. and then he squeaks. <laughs> and he's a ball? Like, well, he's a... He's a he, they call it a monster. He's a little monster. He's a blue, little blue monster that's round. Is he scared? He has arms and legs. No, not at all. He's actually funny. Is he friendly? Yeah, he's friendly. He's cute. Oh, he's yeah. cute. And what's his name? God, I don't know. Has he got a name, Ryan? So um, basically, it's a pop. It's a puppet uh, from the puppet <laughs> company. <laughs> yeah, how yeah. Are we? Jack probably enjoy it, you know, because you can make it talk. If you know what I mean, you can give it voices and stuff like that. Yeah, because I'd like have a. Can I try and talk to that one? Yeah, I mean, you can make it. It's a puppet, so you pretend to All make right. it talk. I'm gonna. T- I'm gonna talk, and you squeak it back. You ready? Yeah, go on. <laughs> Hello. Anyway, listen, co- come in. Come just, into the shop and you, have a look. If you just squeak the tie back when I talk to her, one sec. Hello, my name's Tony. <laughs> huh? <laughs> yes, Tony. Yeah, can you squeak the tie back? I want to have a chat with the tie. <laughs> Hello. Honestly. <laughs> just squeak the tie, please. Hello, my name's Tony. <laughs> How are you today? I'm very good, thank you. No, you have to squeak the tie back, not you talking. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, monster. What's your name? <laughs> oh, yeah. Your woman's a good laugh who works in your shop, isn't she? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, well, listen. I'll come in and give you a squeeze. <laughs> right, okay, so I gotta go. I love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> the Strawberry Alarm Clock. On FM 104.
10 questions. 60 seconds. 1,000 euro. FM 104's Instagram. With MissQuote.ie car insurance. Empowering Irish women every day. Visit MissQuote.ie. Own, I'd like to apologise for all the questions Crossy likes to ask the Instagram contestants. <laughs> he likes to drill down on things, you know. He's, he's just trying to find a little nugget. Maybe in there. He's, already, he's very thorough, all right. Yeah, he might say, he's, you know, if he asks you enough questions, you'll, he'll find out you're going to Vegas with 24 lads or something, you know. That, that's <laughs> does that's where he's gone. Does your five aside team have a name? No, no, it's just, it's just a bunch of lads playing football as well. well. Who's the best on your team? Oh, God, I couldn't say now. We are listening. Confident. What's, the name, what's the name of the team? They don't, they, they don't have a name. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, no. So you work in car sales? I do, yeah. Always be closing. What cars, what cars do you sell? Volkswagen. Oh. Ah, should they sell themselves? Grand. Yeah, exactly. Don't they, yeah? Easy job. Have an easy job. If you won the lottery last night, what Volkswagen would you recommend? Well, the Golf 4, I'd say. Okay. Or just Bentley. Same company, anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I saw a lovely Bentley the other day. I think it was a Jeep. Bentega, yeah. Oh, man. Keep dreaming, Jim. I am dreaming. Keep dreaming. Okay, keep dreaming every Wednesday. Here we go. Good luck. The game starts in three, two, one. In the movie The Jungle Book, book, what kind of animal is Baloo? A bear. How many players are there in a game of squash? Two. How many sides has a hexagon? Five. Which soap features the character Toya Battersby? Uh, Coronation Street. True or false? The Shannon is longer than any river in Britain. False. Who's older, Jennifer Lawrence or Emma Stone? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. What is ten times ten divided by ten? Ten. What does a herbivore animal eat? Uh, plants. Name three Irish counties that start with the letter C. Carlo, Cork, and uh. oh. what English comedian used to have a TV show called Chatty Man? Alan Carr. Chatty Man. That was a good show, Chatty Man. You know, it's a little posh trolley that comes out. There was a lot of drinking there. There was, there was, there was. Um, so three Irish counties that start with the letter C. Cork, Carlo, Cavan, Clare. There's four of them. The question I have is, if you can't, if you, if you get stuck, your brain goes, ha we're stuck, and then you can't think. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. One I want to know the answer to, as, as does everyone, is the Shannon longer than any river in Britain? Come on, Ireland. Yes. The Shannon is bigger than any river. On both of these large islands. That's a very interesting fact. Come on, Ireland. Yeah. It is an interesting fact. A blue is, in fact, a bear. Two players for squash. Unless you're having against the, the wall. Yeah. Well, in a game, in <laughs> a game, game of squash, you, you don't really play yet. Alana is age five, and she said how many slides has a hexagon got? You said five. The answer is... Six. Well done, Alana. And uh, Jamie sent us in. What's ten times ten divided by ten? He's actually ten himself. Well done, Jamie. So you got five today, Owen. Ah, she's not bad. Emma Stone <laughs> is a little older than Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, listen, thanks for having a go. Cheers, thank you. Oh, hang on. What? I miscounted it, Owen. Oh. You got six. Oh, did I? It's even better, isn't it? You sound, you sound more it's impressed bad. with five. People getting their numbers wrong. Very <laughs> annoying. Sorry about that. Have a good day, Owen. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Kids in the car, kids in the car, everyone is a little star. Early on the strawberry, the chat to Jim and Nobby. Kids in the car on FM 104. Yes. So it's kind of everything's going on at the moment with the kids. Whatever your messages are, you can get them into us and uh, let's see what we got. Hi, Jim, Jim and Nobby. My name's Aaron and my question is. How do you win the Sony stuff? Oh, well, stay listening. We'll tell you how. Yes. Some great prizes. I'm Layla, and my name is Layla, and I live in Sanctuary with Laura Bell. With Laura Bell, is it? 
I think it's like Laura Bell. Hi, yeah. Jim, Jim, and Nobby. My name is Jamie, and I am 10. And my question is what is 10 times 10 divided by 10? And the answer is 10. Yeah, Owen got it right on Instagram. He got it spot on. He got it right. Thanks. We use that question. If you uh, once you get your mum and dad to send us in a question, uh, you know, just tell them and they'll, they'll WhatsApp it into us. I'll use it in Instagram. We have lots of friends in our school, and this thing that we do, that, um, so we go into the yard, and we, whoever gets the most stars, and um, um, gets it. Um, we got six, and then we won in second class, and first, and junior infants, and senior infants. If there's anything you play in the yard, let us know. I, I know a game that somebody's invented recently called Foot. I don't, foot. Know, I don't know how to play it, but you play it with a ball. Foot. Hi, Jim, Jim and Abby. My name's Claude Mecca. And my good news is that I went to the new carnival at the square on Monday after school. Bye. Good fun. I think there's a new Bye. carnival near Charlestown as well. I keep passing on the M50 and I just see lights spinning around. Is there, yeah? Good carnivals. I just missed one the other day. I saw, I saw, I saw a wheel and it was just being dis- dismantled and I was like, ah, oh, I missed oh, you'd it. you be afraid there. to go and Hello, Jim, Jim and Aubrey. Hello. I love Carnage and Venom and I walked it up Bray Head. <laughs> wow. For? And what's your name? Justin. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Justin, Cheers, you walked Justin. up Bray Head and you're four? Yeah. That's that's not an easy walk for that's a four-year-old. very good. Yeah. Well I know, done. I know adults who huff and puff with that one. Brayhead, it's very good. Is that where someone scratched all the muck away and they found the air sign? Yeah, there's one of the places, yeah. Right. They have one up there. That's more on the Great Bray to Greystones walk. But uh, Brayhead, up up at the top. Fair great place, view. Justin. Great view. Four. Four walking well, that must have been tired. I'd say there must have been an ice cream at the end of that one. I'd say he slept that night. Right. Nice. We walked off you. Yeah. Thanks for all the messages, boys and girls. It's uh, 8.42 on F104. This, the dirt's coming up before 9 o'clock. And for those of you who want to win uh, with Venom vs. Carnage, uh, that's coming up. And uh, the Wanted have announced a tour. They are back. And why is George Clooney, if he's in any position to slag off any Batman, I wasn't aware of it, but he slagged off Ben Affleck as Batman. Has he seen his own Batman? Has he? The Wanted have announced a 2022 tour appearing on uh, The One Show. The Wanted's Jay and Tom announced next year's tour. So you're back on the road next year? We are, mate. Yeah, in March. Yeah, we've got 11 dates. We're going to just around the UK so far. Yeah. Um, and just after we did the Stand Up To Cancer gig, uh, we just started the chat of what we're physically going to be doing. And, I mean, like you heard from the song, we've always been like a, a bit of a uplifting... Like, we want to make people have a good time. So we're going to work out how we're going to do that and, you know, hopefully people will come and reminisce. I mean, there's girl, girls outside here. In fact, one of the women that works here showed us a picture of when she came to see us, like, five years ago as, as an 11-year-old girl. And she was like, "Ah, oh, so you were the first band I ever saw. So all you old girls out there, <laughs> come on down. We're not old, we're not old. Old <laughs> girls. Beyonce's mother has been talking about Jay-Z and the new movie, Beyonce's Ma Tina. Uh, she shares her anticipation in seeing The Harder They Fall, the new film produced by her son-in-law, Mr. Jay-Z. But it was a labor of love because I've been hearing them talk about a black western for years. And so to see it come to fruition is like the best blessing. And I know it's going to be amazing. I've seen previews. I intentionally didn't want to see it until tonight because I want to see it with everybody else. But um, no, I just couldn't be happier about it. I've never seen him and uh, James Lasseter and James, the, the director, like you know, be so passionate about a project and we, it was badly needed because you know, in the history of time, the story's been told, but the black cowboy didn't play any kind of significant role, which is, couldn't be further from the truth. I had no idea Beyonce's mad at interviews. Yeah, Tina. Also, Beyonce does her online shopping for her. Helps her with it. I don't think she's that old, Jim, but there's no, she No, Beyonce does it for her. Because right. Tina doesn't like to do it, so Beyonce just organises it for her. She's, she gets on the phone just asks Tina what she wants. Tina just tells her when she's walking around. He's only joking, but George Clooney has said that Ben Affleck messed up the Batman franchise. Well, I didn't want to work with him, you know, obviously, for the obvious reasons, because he screwed up the Batman franchise that, I, that I'd made so solid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. Yes, I did. So does that mean The Flash hasn't asked you to be in? Well, you know, the, the, the truth is I, I had no, I didn't want to do it. 
No, they didn't ask me. <laughs> you know, when you destroy a franchise the way I did, usually they kind of they don't they look the other way when the flash didn't comes you have by. The best nipples, though. I did have great nipples. I think the kids are going to want to watch it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Their dad is Batman. When your four-year-old kid goes, this sucks. <laughs> that would be really painful. That is the only thing. It's about the only Batman movie four-year-olds can watch is, is his one with Christian, whatever his name was. Christian O'Connell? Yes, he was Robin. Was he? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And uh, I don't think, I, I can't remember seeing that one. Bale, Michael Keaton, end of list. I'm Batman. Well, you haven't seen. Jay, I'll give him a chance. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen Ben. I don't even. I don't even want to go there. Thanks for listening to FM World 4's Strawberry Alarm Clock podcast. Listen daily, and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.